Hello and welcome. I'm just trying to select some gorgeous music for you guys. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Another Witches podcast. Um, I'm waiting for my co-host Ellen to join me right now um, as we pick up a topic from our beanie hat today because over in Australia our winter has begun and as a pommy um, it's a big thing for me to say it's freezing. Um, we're not talking 10 degrees yesterday it was about um, it's going to go below in some areas and there is snow in Australia doesn't always sun, sun, sunshine here um, so as we wait for Ellen um, let us know if there's any topics that you are dying to for us to talk about because we are very spiritual people here guys we have a lot of wisdom and experience between the two of us even though sometimes we can come across as a bit goofy um, and because uh, we like to have a laugh basically but um, we've read a lot of books we are very educated we both um, were in the corporate world for a very long time and we both escaped we broke out of jail and um, started spiritual businesses. So um, between the two of us, that's why we bounce um, our ideas very easily. And um, I'm just gonna try and, this is our messaging service on here. We both have children the same age as well. So we have to do the um, drop off and um, she should be on very soon. So we have on here today, ooh, we've got so many topics left on here. We've got one, two, Three, four, Hello. five. Hi, how are you? Six, seven. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> left. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> how are you? Is it really cold up there? Uh, our cold, anything, because I'm in the tropics, anything below 25 degrees up here is considered Arctic. So. <laughs> I was just talking, I said, as a pommy, to say it's cold is a big thing, because here, yesterday it was 10 degrees. But it's going to go below zero in some places. I'm like, oh, that's cold. That, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting by the roaring fireplace. This is true witch style. <laughs> I've got the roaring fireplace going. I've got nice. hot tea here with a couple of herbs in it. My Beautiful. Scarf. And the witch's nice. hat is now a beanie hat today. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so what is the, um, the witch's beanie hat going to tell us today to talk All about? All right, okay, let me close my eyes and have a shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Please be a nice topic because it's been so heavy lately. <laughs> <laughs> I think I sent you a message last night going, oh, God, let it be something nice. Nice, yeah. <laughs> Because what, so what, what was it? It was, um, so, and I've, you know, I've been talking to other people in the spiritual collective it was a retrograde. I don't, I, forgive me with the planets. I'm not that involved in it. But it was a retrograde on top of a full moon, on top of a lunar eclipse, which mm. meant heavy, dark shit coming up. Fucking so, yeah, intense. So, I'm glad that's behind us. <laughs> All right, the topic for today is, oh, it's not too bad. Okay. Um, I've written down, because this is from our original conversation, I've written down okay. health, health mm. and diseases. So it's kind oh. of like good, good and a bad interesting health, i know health and diseases i think that's going to lead us down a psychosomatic path 
and mm. uh, <laughs> um, see what comes through. <laughs> well, I can't. Can I kickstart kick us off? When I was thinking about this yesterday, actually in the gym. So I've had left now. I know working with me as well. You've you've said as, as well. That I've had le- blockages on my left side. Mm-hmm. I've had an experience in a yoga retreat where I was burning in my left hip. I was mm-hmm. injured doing cross country and martial arts in my left hip. It's always been mm-hmm. my left hip, right? And wow. for years, I have invested money. I say invest because it's investing in your health, um, <laughs> massage and Cairo. And it's always yes. that damn hip. So, so, so sacro. So, you know, the, the bottom of your tailbone, so, the, so mm-hmm. bottom of your spine, follow it down to your tailbone, there's a big triangle called the sacrum. And that's wow. your sac- sacroiliac joint. Mm-hmm. Now, that can also be really stressed out during labor, during pregnancy, um, lots of issue around that because it's basically holding your pelvis together. Yeah, well, yeah. Right? And it's at the back. So, you've got the front and the back. <laughs> and um, in case you weren't sure, front and back. <laughs> Right, because <laughs> I was I was actually touching my pubic bone at the front and the sacroiliac SIJ at the back. So nice. in the in the physio world, it's called SIJ because we, we can't we stumble across our Latin words sacroiliac joint. So SIJ, mm-hmm. and um, I've had pain in there. So basically, my whole adult life, and someone spiritual a spiritual take on it was because I've always got one foot forward, ready to jump forward. And the other part of me is stuck in fear. It's like, oh, I want to, but not too sure yet. And that really resonated, right? Now, I have to tell you this, everybody. So how many years is that? A good 10 years of just focusing on my physical body, personal training, massage therapy, chiropractic work. uh, It's been my life, right? It's only been in the last six months when I have been doing the spiritual work the pain is gone there's no more out of balance I haven't seen the Cairo for a very long time and um, I've been managing it with massage when my muscles get tight but it's it's evening out like I I literally feel it I feel it when I run I feel it when I walk I feel it if I'm doing a headstand like my hips are now in line and it feels like that masculine and feminine you know it's like my body's not fighting each other and being in conflict it's yes. now it's now calmed down and gone oh we've healed those blockages we've given yes. that left side so much love and I've, mm-hmm. I've taken on your exercises to say like talk you know going in there and talking to that side of my body and saying what's going on here what do I need to release yeah. Yeah. it's like what what's this about beloved one yeah because often yeah. at times I find in our culture as well like when you see like I don't I live in the Northern Territory Australia so up here, a lot of people say cunt, shit, fuck a lot, and they've got stickers all over their cars with profanities. <laughs> and yeah, I, I see a lot of I see a lot of four wheel drives up here with fuck cancer, like fuck you cancer, fuck cancer, fuck mm. cancer. And it's really, um, you know, and I've been with loved ones who have passed with cancer or struggle with it and all the rest of it and have worked with people um, dealing with it. And at the basis of every day, like, and ex- especially as well in our Western culture, we have this belief that, you know, oh, your body's fight, you know, attacking you or attacking itself. Yeah. It's like your body loves you unconditionally and it's just, it's always yeah. talking to you and letting you know when something's out of alignment, when you've got an unresolved trauma playing out, when you've got an unresolved belief system, because the nature of your being is well-being. 
And mm. so whenever you have a disease or illness, it's often you've, you're blocking up that flow of well-being and your connection to source energy. And I've seen it, you know, so when you attack something with negativity and you say, you know, fuck cancer or fuck this disease, you're actually, um, it's, it's almost like you're abusing yourself, like you're attacking yourself, you know, whereas if you go in there with love, kindness and compassion and you come in with a neutral um, approach and you say, what's this really about, beloved one? That part of you will tell you the root cause of this issue and it might be years of living in fear, stress and anxiety or years of not feeling good enough or worthy enough and, you know, all of these sorts of things. I don't know if you've read the book Anita by Anita Morshani, Dying to Be Me. Have you read that one, Amanda? I dread it every you every time I talk. You go, I've read this book, I've read that book, I've read that book. I'm going, Jesus, I don't have time to read all these books. I love books. I love books. I know. <laughs> like a I walking do library. I do. I've got a fantasy of being an old lady, and I can just read to my heart's content. Yes. But no, oh. I have not. No, I need to add that to the list. No. It's growing. Yeah, so she just very quick, just very quickly. Um, I mean, it's it's she's she was basically diagnosed with terminal um, Hodgkin's. I think it was Hodgkin's lymphoma. She was dying. She was on the hospital bed. Doctors were like, "Yep, she's going to die within the next few hours." And she basically, just to summarise, she left her body and went into another dimension and, and spoke with her father and, and this being or this energy was saying to her, you have a choice, you can go back into your body and continue your life or you can come home like back here, it's your choice. But if you go back, it's like we want you to share the message that, you know, you can heal your life basically. Anyway, so she decided to come back into her body and within 24 hours, the cancer completely disappeared from her body. Mm-hmm. Today, scientists are just blown away, like how is that possible? Mm-hmm. Um, sorry about the jet noise and we've got this fighter jet fighter pilot thing in the background so all these fucking jets are just (laughs) authentic i like it sorry about that the noise in the background (laughs) Um, in an exotic location i like it (laughs) there's me at home by the fire (laughs) you got jet planes I wouldn't mind a nice quiet room with a fire right now. These jets are driving me nuts. But um, yeah, so it's it was like yeah, and so she and she was basically coming back and saying that you know that she realised that the root cause of all of her cancer had been years of deep unworthiness, self abuse, fear, anxiety, all of that just perpetuating because your body's a subconscious mind. So anything that's going on the physical body is a reflection of what's already going on in your deep subconscious. And when you heal that, then the body naturally recalibrates to well-being um, which I find is really fa- sorry really fascinating and I think that's why I, po- I wrote the word disease so my mum was always said it's dis-ease it's the mm. dis-ease within the body and then yes. we've turned it disease yeah. <laughs> I love that I love how we <laughs> words. but yeah and there's so many stories I have read over the years and I have read books I have read over the years like you know people have it, it, yeah like you say the medical world have gone it's a miracle. We can't explain it. And mm. I'm not dissing the medical world at all. It, it helps us with amazing surgeries. It's fantastic. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. But yes. yeah, we underestimate the power of our own healing. And that's yes. actually a chiropractic, chiropractic, chiropractor, I think is the word, or chiropractor, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> can I get us something, please? Come on. Can someone who can speak properly today? Chiropractic care actually means hands-on care work. It can actually mean anything. It's like a hands-on manipulation because the whole ethos is we're just helping the spine align so that our nervous system can do its job because the body heals itself and we're just encouraging it. 
So that's yeah. why massage and chiros are best mates and oh. GPs and physios refer to each other because yes. we're all about helping the body heal itself because it can. And even, even another good example, a um, beautiful friend of mine, she's had um, knee problems, ACL, and I mentioned the fact that we're, told, we're taught this in, in um, massage. And I have recognised a massive um, difference between UK and Australia because you guys charge money for surgery, whereas Mm -hmm. English, we have national health system, right? So it's within the government's interest not to put through elective surgery. Whereas here, oh, yeah, just have surgery. Quick fix, right? (laughs) So take, for example, an ACL tear or your Achilles heel. Now, that's a massive Mm. tendon. That's a huge you know, especially with your calf muscle, they're under so much stress. So, um, yeah, if you get a tear in there, if anywhere around here in Australia will say, yeah, get surgery, stitch it up, you'll be back on your feet in a few, like maybe six weeks. Oh, awesome, cool. Now, if you actually leave it alone, it will repair itself and it will be stronger than if you have Uh surgery. But it means wearing a space boot, it means isolating it so there's no movement so it can do its job properly. And oh. it means a longer time off work or off your feet. So, of course, yes. people want the quick fix. And I'm like, yeah, yes. but long term, long term, you think about when you're in your 80s or 90s, hopefully, um, yeah. you're going to want something that's going to make sure you don't fall over. Like, yes. let the body heal itself. Yeah, um, exactly. And that's, I think it's just a superficial thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's like, um, I was listening to a doctor and she's an American. She started a medicine called Pink Medicine Movement. <laughs> I can't remember her exact name, but she's written Ooh. some really good books. But she was, um, she for years was a, a GP and, and in the hospital systems and ended up really burnt out and exhausted and was like, something needs to change in our medical system because it's it's very toxic. It's not healthy. And we're disempowering people as well from taking, you know, taking responsibility for their health and well-being as well. Anyway, she, um, after a massive health crisis, crisis she moved away from the mainstream and she started this thing where and she was talking about in one of her books where like the western medicine and the hospital systems are great for like immediate threats to life like you know your severe injuries you've had a car accident you're bleeding to death they're fucking awesome for that shit where they're not so great at is the preventative and the the holistic um, yeah. side of things and she said we need both medicines we need the west and the east so we need the west for the immediate intervention to save a life and then you need like your holistic care um you know to support you and what was really interesting when my mum had really um life-threatening cancer a few years ago she had cervical and what was really nice to see is that in western australia they had actually started to to attach healing clinics to the chemotherapy clinic so you could actually go after your chemo session you could go in and have a reiki healing or an energy healing session and she said that was um, even though she hadn't hadn't done that before in her life, and but she was open to it, and she said it really supported her healing process. Mm. Just to have, you know, the practical side with the chemo, and then be able to go in and just and be tended to in the holistic spiritual energy because we're energy, we're spiritual beings, mm. and if we if we don't acknowledge our spiritual side and our um, our energy side, and we're just purely on the physical, mm. <laughs> it's mm. like there we mm. get that total disimbalance. But it's nice to see in some parts of the world they are starting to open up to that and allowing these alternative mm. healing modalities to come in into mainstream hospital systems to support people's health and well-being, um, because you can't just treat the physical; you're a spiritual being, mm. so it has to be holistic. Yeah. It comes back to that mind, body, soul, doesn't it? It's yeah. was it five D, three D, five D, you know, dimensions of, of who we are and we won't even mention pregnancy or birthing. <clears throat> but it's the same thing, isn't it? It's like 
and and I think that's why I've moved from such a physical um, career into the more spiritual because it's like with every single aspect, every single client that comes to the door, you know, it's like oh, this is this actually originates from a spiritual pain, from mm. a mental belief. This is, yeah. you know, you can keep on, you know, like paying for a massage every week. That's cool. That's fine. But let's yeah. really look at what's underneath here, shall we? Because that's where the deep work yeah. needs to be done. And I actually was writing about this yesterday. I was finishing my little um, Tantra book. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And the last is so funny the way it ties in because the last piece I, I was actually writing on, um with with our physical bodies and um I've completely lost my track of thought there <laughs> but it was exactly saying exactly the same thing <laughs> I mean do you know what I'm actually I'm sitting here I've got the fire by the, by the right side of me I'm looking at my gorgeous garden and I just keep my mind just keeps tracking off because I'm going oh it's so gorgeous the sun's chiming in and you've got the birds there in the trees and god it's gorgeous because I was hacking down trees and let the light in mm-hmm. and it's just mesmerizing I'm so sorry mm-hmm. that's okay <laughs> health and disease right back on track health and disease health and disease back in the room bless bless I was just going to quickly say to Matt, that Amanda that um, was really interesting was um, when you were talking about obviously like um, that stuff in the body and I think as well, I don't know if you've heard of Brian Weiss's work, um, The Many Lives, Many Masters and Past Life Healing because he's found like he was talking about the story where his daughter um, was diagnosed with a very rare eye condition and he was obviously at the time ahead like in the past life healing and he um, t- and she was very resistant against doing past life healing. She's like, my dad's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But mm. the eye stuff was so bad that she was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. So he did the past life regression healing on her and she had a past life something like 2,000 years ago where she was a hermit in a hut and someone had lit her hut on fire and had burnt her eyes. And what wow. they found, and so when they released that trauma from this past life, um, her eyes miraculously healed and it was incredible and it's, and they also talk about like so you can have past life stuff going on you can also have unresolved trauma and I've seen that in a lot of people when they heal and release trauma from their body um you know they get they can heal and release all sorts of different ailments which is just yeah incredible so it, we're just it's such a fascinating topic and such yeah. a fascinating thing and, and it's just it breaks my heart when I see people just purely in the physical mm. completely disregarding their spiritual energetic side and just reacting mm. in fear and and you know and like fuck cancer and fuck this and I'm like you're ultimately saying fuck you to your own body <laughs> like who yeah. loves and adores you unconditionally it's just telling you something's out of alignment that's that's what the writing was about it was about sending our body love like that, that we can heal ourselves by sending that area of our body love mm. um yeah recognize it you need to recognize it and acknowledge it yeah. oh that's it okay right now I remember what I was saying yeah the fact that this comes from yeah, so sorry um, that yoga do you know what I did an eight hour stint yesterday you'd be so proud of me we'll talk about it later but eight hours of just pure freaking writing I was like Zzzz. yay a very late night a very late night um yeah how yogis have been saying this for centuries that the body stores emotions and they're mostly energetically around the hips um, but yeah, the body tries to, it's a very, very clever thing, our body. So it nice. tries to keep us on survival mode. So mm. it will say, hey, I'll tell you what, so imagine if we're, you know, back to caveman times and we've got our primal um, uh, instincts kicking in. Say, so I'm on the run, I'm either running from a tiger or I'm hunting a deer, right? Just put that picture in your mind. 
Um, and I can't deal with the fear or the trauma of something bad happening. It's like, look, we'll, we'll park that. We'll just store that in your left hip there. We'll come back to that later <laughs> when, when you're back by the fire, okay, with a brew. Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then what happens is our lives have become so fucking busy, we don't yeah. ever come back to it. So we just park it, park it, park it, suppress, suppress, you know, store it, yeah. store it, store it. And it's only on something like a yoga retreat where we give ourselves the time and energy and space to go, ah. Oh, What's that? That's from like 15 years ago. What the hell's that? Yeah. We've become really, we've become really crap at processing things straight away and really yeah. oppressing and oppressing. And sometimes, like you say, through a lifetime. So we just yeah. get married, we die, and then we have to sort of come back and relive it for it to be. Exciting. Yeah, it, it does it, and it'll catch up. The body is such an amazing thing because I remember when I was about 21, I actually had a complete mental breakdown that I was on the verge of being <laughs> institutionalized. And it was because, like, at eight, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like this is, I mean, a healer. Yeah, I mean, I understand now in hindsight as being now a healer, like everything I went through was teaching me incredible, powerful lessons. But I, I was basically, I was hit by a car when I was 18, which wrecked my right side of the body. And then not long after, about probably about 20 months later, I had a really severe motorbike accident, broke my back. And at the time I was in a really abusive relationship as well. So, and I remember at the time, like it just, it just compounded, compounded and compounded. And I just got, and, I, and it was like a lot of people, what they do, and this is what I did as well, is that, you know, rather than healing and facing the trauma, we just go and make mm -hmm. our lives really busy. So we don't have to look at that shit. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget, I just, I, and then so for about a year after all this trauma, you know, I just kept like myself so busy to the point and I'll never, ever forget it. And it was literally like one morning I woke up and my entire physical body had shut down. I couldn't even get out of the bed. I just laid there and I was crying and crying and crying and crying. I couldn't even barely get like to the phone to like call someone to say, you know, I'm, I just, I can't function. I literally stopped functioning. And I remember at the time that the doctors were saying to me, um, I had a really, thank God, a really enlightened female doctor at the time. And, and a psychologist and they looked at me and they said your body has had enough and it cannot maintain this level of stress and this you need to go and look at your shit and deal with it and heal it one of the doctors wanted to put me on all these bloody antidepressants and psychotic drugs but my spirit at the time was like do not take that because mm -hmm. my dad did that years ago and my mum to this day said that it took a part of his personality that's never come back. So I always had this fear of antidepressants and drugs and all that. So I said, no, I need to go and heal this and I need mm -hmm. to figure this out because this is only symptom shit to a deeper thing. Mm -hmm. And um, it was very, very hard. And to be really honest with you, like I was 21, 22 at the time. So they sent me back home to the Northern Territory to be with family, take about several months off work. And to be really honest, I didn't do much healing at the time. I just ended up getting really drunk <laughs> a lot and partying. And again, it just kept catching up with me. And it wasn't uh -huh. until I started getting really sick and really um, unwell and constantly run down and, you know, and it eventually caught up with me that I, I was literally forced. I ended up going to a Vipassana meditation retreat. And for me, that was like 10 days of really looking looking at my shit and it was one of the hardest 10 days but it brought mm -hmm. out so much stuff and I'll never forget I went into that retreat with so much back pain leg pain where I've been you know smashed by cars and bikes and shit and I went in there and I came out and years of physical pain had dissolved in that 10 days you know because I'd gone in there and shifted it all out and it was just incredible and I was like fuck <laughs> and that's, that's the thing isn't it that that was the message I was putting in my writing was 
But if we can tune into our bodies and and have that open communication, it's fucking yeah. magic. Like they're here to help us. Like you said before, they're here to sort of show us and say, hey, this this is how I feel about painkillers. And I've worked mm-hmm. with lots of clients with chronic pain. That's a different that's a different topic. But when we have yeah. that incident, oh, I've got a headache. Don't just shove a tablet down your throat. That's what we've been sold by this by society, by industry, by the medical industry. You know, as I was, as a teenager, oh, I'm in pain. Pop a, t- pop a pill I did so yes. many, like j- just paracetamol it you know instant reaction and now wow. now I go oh my god I'm having a headache what the hell stop the world what is happening and it's either like a hormonal headache or hey I need to go and get a massage or it's just your body telling you hey like hello I'm over here can you just give me some attention because you've been on your laptop for you know three days um, yes. and listen to it just keep yes. listening to it and it's like you said it's so disheartening we see people and I've seen hypochondriacs I've seen people in chronic pain and you're like oh god like they're literally carrying around all this burdening stuff and and you just think oh like you don't need massage you don't need medicine what you need is a freaking Vipassana retreat like you say (laughs) (laughs) or I I know I even say to people if you want to if you don't want to go into the whole like sit on your ass 10 hours a day for 10 days um and get a numb bum um I always highly recommend I mean I've told you many times about her work as well but uh Melanie Tonya Evans's work because she has developed that quantum freedom healing technique which literally targets the shit on the body and shifts it out really really quickly you don't have to think about it you don't have to analyze and process and her technique is so powerful that she's actually got doctors and psychologists from around the world sending their clients to her or asking for help and support um, just because you can't you can't think your way out of illness. You, it's like yeah. it's in the body, it's in the subconscious. You've got to go into it to heal. It's like you've got to go into the wound to heal the wound. And a lot of us are very good at numbing that stuff and avoiding it and, you know, with whether through sex, drugs, alcohol, TV, work. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, avoiding it. It's crazy. And, and, you know, like just to kind of chuck some sympathy out there, I keep – as you're talking he keeps coming into my mind so I'm like I'm just gonna say it um Mm -hmm. uh, someone I got very very close to last year energetically he's put on a lot of weight he's so burnt out he's so tired he's not emotionally supported by anybody he's in a really toxic relationship and um he said to me so many times he's scared to stop and cry because if he stops he's gonna fucking break down and yeah. he can't. He has to keep going to work. He has to support his kids. He has to keep going. And I yes. have been so worried about him because you think you're you're going you're aiming towards a heart attack. Like your body and his body's struggling already, um, yeah. and he's on like heart medication already. You know, yes. on top of smoking, drinking, you know, stress, um, being overweight. It's like your body literally. I can see it happening, and I've, I've yes. asked him on the emergency contact list. Because I can just see yes. it. He's going to have a heart attack. He's going to have yes. a breakdown. Because you you can never cheat your body. It will it will always. Yes. And I just want to share, share a quick experience with you. When you're talking about your accidents, um, a few years ago, about four years ago, I had a miscarriage. Mm. And I didn't want to deal with it. You know, it was just so fucking painful physically mm. and emotionally. I was devastated. And I really, I was very good at beating myself up. And uh, I was like, it's all my fault. I've done everything wrong. Rah, 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 rah. And I just I threw myself back into triathlon training because I wanted a triathlon race uh, that was coming up. And yes. I remember I was I was working on the day. Like, this is a spooky fucking thing that happened. I was working on a Saturday. I never go out training on a Saturday because it's busy. 
right? <laughs> well, I was working and I thought, well, do I go for a run or a bike ride? And I thought, I know, I, I did a run yesterday, so I go on a bike ride today, right? And this thought or conversation or voice, whatever you want to call it, said, do not go, you're going to have an accident. And I literally oh, wow. I remember going, that's just a fear thought. I don't know where that came from. I'm just going to disregard yeah. that. That's not my thought. Mm. And it happened a couple of times throughout work. And I was like, fuck that, I'm going out. Ego, ego. <laughs> so off I went, zooming around. And it was in a park in Sydney. It's in Centennial Park, but it was chocker. You had like um. Um, cycle carts where you have like four people in an actual cart on a bike. You had yes. cars going backwards and forwards. You had people walking around. And I was bombing along in the cycle lane. And they had a speedo. They had an actual big speed um, thing showing you. So I was doing 30K. And I thought, all right, I'll just do three laps, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, fung, fung, and I was on my third lap. And another weird thing is I had headphones in. And I oh, never cycled nice. with headphones because it's dangerous. But I was like, I don't fucking care. You know, I'm on a fucking mission. I'm going to fucking do this. You know, like really, really aggressive, man. Really aggressive head headspace. Yeah. And I was going for it. And I thought, well, I'm on my last lap. I'm really going to pummel it, right? And to this day, this is why I do not go out anymore. I stay on the spin bike because if mm. I want to smash something and release emotion, I'm fine. I'm safe. Right? Yeah. And um, anyway, so I was pummeling along and I had a whole group of cyclists behind me. Sorry. So I'd just overtaken them because I was like, that was my goal. And I remember I was, it still wasn't working out. I was still in so much emotional pain. And I remember this was a thought. And I just said, I just want everything to fucking stop. Oh and I no! Said, yeah. Bam! I crashed into a car. I did a <gasps> fucking somersault. This car was moving. Oh, man, no. It wasn't moving no. fast enough. Yep. I was. Jeez. I had three seconds to assess it because I had cars coming like to the side of me, so I couldn't move out and swerve around it. I couldn't mm. go in the other direction because that's the direction it was going in. And I hit yes. it. I broke his tail light, and I went up somersault. Bam! Onto my sacrum. Yeah, sacred alley. I was talking about. <laughs> and yes, I remember and that bike landed on top of me because I was strapped in and I was God. like, uh, and everyone, everyone came over and went, don't move, don't move, don't move. And I was like, my fucking bike, I've got a fucking race coming up. <laughs> that's all I cared about. <laughs> I know. Oh, right? bless. And it's not the first, I've had another accident, similar thing. I, I, I went away. I actually like, I, but when all the kamuffle was like down, I didn't go to hospital or anything. I just sat sat down by the lake and just burst into tears and um just walked away with scratches the second time in my life i should have they were like you should have broken your neck like we saw that happen and you mm. should not be able to move right now and i just walked away with fucking scratches i was so lucky wow. but yeah it, it did it was like and that's the power of our manifestation you know it's like i had mm. so much emotional force driving me and i was like i just want everything i, I want the world to stop because yeah. I can't, I'm in so much pain right now. And it was like, okay, bang, here you go. Your world's um, going to stop and you can deal with it, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it did and it just all came out and I was just, oh terrible it's like yeah and it is it's just that you know that higher self of you or that body you know it is so intelligent it Mm. will create something or put in something to make you stop and really look at this because it's like you know it's like a container if you just keep filling it up filling it up filling it up it's going to get to the point where it just has to overflow and overload and it's just like you know and the body's going eject 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 <laughs> we need to look at this and clean this out because we can't we can't carry this anymore it's just so whether it yeah instigates an accident or 
you know, a breakdown or anything like that. And we often view these things as really bad, negative, terrible, you know, whatever, but it's also like in itself, it's a gift because if you, it gives that space and time, if you take it and you look at your stuff and you heal and release it with whatever the tools you have, that's very stuff can liberate you. You know, it's mm. like in your shadows, in your, in your darkest parts of you is also your greatest gold and your greatest gifts if you allow yourself to go into those places. And I think a lot of us are too afraid to do that. Um, but I found through my own healing and my own shadow work that that's where the transformation is. That's where the gold is. That's where your next level is, is by going into those um, uncomfortable parts and leaning into it with love and just, you know, what is this about, you know, and going into those parts of your body like, I love, bless and accept you, sweetheart. What's this about? You know, I'm fucking mm. angry. I'm sick of eating all this mm. fucking sugary food. Yes. <laughs> I just want to eat healthy. She'll tell you. Your body will tell you what it needs in order to be, yeah, at its optimal. And I think just quickly as well, like I was talking to you a while ago about it, but like my son, um, you know, we've had issues with his teeth and the dentists were like jumping mm. in saying, yeah, we want to take him into a major operation. We want to rip this out, rip that out. And my intuition, and this is the other thing too, people need to start trusting more and yeah. more, is like also yeah. trusting your gut and your intuition. And something in me was saying, no, there's a better way. And then literally within 24 hours, the universe sent me two really powerful books. One was called The Dental Diet by an Australian dentist and one by um, a father who had the similar issues with his child's teeth. And what was really interesting, and they both had the perception that if you give the body what it needs, it will heal. And mm -hmm. so one of the, the, the treatments for healing the teeth is giving every day a dose of fish oil and butter oil. It's fucking disgusting. It's a nightmare giving it to my son. Mm -hmm. um, but the, and then also he gets um, every day like these specific tooth fairy tablets, which are filled with like Exalto and, and vitamin D and C and all the rest of it. And I have just, as each we've kept giving him that stuff, his teeth have been healing, you know, mm. and it's been like they're becoming stronger, more wider, more clearer. And it just, it's just like, oh, you know, and I said to the dentist, I said, let, give me space to do this treatment. Let's see how it goes. I'll bring him back. And if he's still at the point where you're like, no, we got to do this, then fine. We'll come to an agreement and do that. But, you know, give him a ch his body a chance to also heal because there's this belief that we don't trust our bodies. You know, it's like even with the vaccination now, it's like the med medical industry forcing people to people's throat. You know, the only way to, you know, save yourself from COVID is to have a vax. And it's like your body fucking knows how to heal itself and protect mm. itself. We need to trust our bodies as well. Mm. You know, it's, yeah. Anyway, that's my little rant for today. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, um, that, that's, the, that's the whole message, isn't it, that society has become too dependent mm -hmm. on, the, oh, the doctor knows best, doctor knows best. And they're, they're holding all the power. And we're yeah. trying to say, no, let's bring the power back and use our intuition. We, we can be, we can make very clever, informed, intelligent decisions with yeah. the information presented because it's like you say, I've been offered antidepressants in the past before because, and, and in, even with clients now, I've got the confidence to say, look, you're in pain, you go to the GP, he's either going to go, right, here's some medicine or go see a physio. I'm like, oh, oh you come to me, you get a massage, right? And we'll try and fix it that way. And then you go, oh, it's like magic. It was done. It was, it's been cured by massage. And you're like, you, most of that is actually them pouring their heart out on the table and actually yeah. focusing on their own stuff. It's actually releasing not releasing it. Like thing I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not some magician. Yeah. Um, yeah. Leaning into that intu intuition. And especially when we're mums, it's, I think it's so important. And, you know, um, I was dreading it because now Leo, oh, sorry, uh, my son is very um, um, chatty. And, um, 
he was we were watching the needles on TV and I, I don't know why and I, I don't want to get into this big discussion but I just said oh don't look don't look don't look because they're talking about the flu facts but I just didn't want him to see the needles going to arms I just it's like you know watching gunshots on TV I just said just don't just don't watch it and um I thought oh he's got his next immunizations coming up age four so I've got another year to go but I just thought oh no like it's bad enough as a baby and I could never take him in I had to get his dad to do it I was like I can't I can't be a part of this process I'm the mama nurturer and I'm like I've got you you're safe and I want to go in there and hold him and go so I'm dreading that but um yeah that's, that's another discussion um, yeah, it is. It is full on, especially for a mum. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, yeah. and and yeah, having that wisdom within ourselves. And look, there's so many herbs that can help our bodies. And mm. like your stories about cancer, and I, you know, my mum's always said, even just the common cold, a common just us. Whenever we get sick, it's a blessing. It's an opportunity for us to say, right, the world stops. You know, suddenly you don't care about the bills, do you? It's just no. like, hey, all I care about is waking up and being able to breathe properly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <You know>? exactly. <laughs> it brings us, brings us back to base. Exactly. And, it's like, um, yeah, go sorry. On. Oh, no, I was no, just no, going to quickly say, I remember a thing that Abraham Hicks said the other day and they said all illness is an extension of negative emotion. And they said it's like you've always had that connection to well-being and it's just opening up and allowing that connection to take place to support you. And it's, um, what do they say? And they said, yeah, cancer and things like that aren't created by thinking about cancer and that it's created by the negative emotions of the fear, the anxiety, the stress, the lack, the scarcity. And it was like, yeah, and it's all energy. Like it's like you've got frequencies of energy that are high vibrational, that are healing. Then you've got lower dense vibrational energies, that frequencies that are really like, yeah, intense and toxic. And you think about the frequency of those when you're in a sick state. Yeah, it's very, and like your mum said, exactly. It's like if you take your time to go in and heal, then you're releasing those denser vibrations of energy mm. that don't serve you. I don't know where that came from. Thanks yeah. for that, guys. <laughs> yeah, and it's, and it's interesting because, hey, like, I'll always, um, it's always a throat for me. It always starts in the throat. And mm. I've had lots of, um, like, breathing issues. And I can, I, it's kind of like, oh, I know the pattern now. It's kind of like, oh, first of all, it's my glands. And it's like, uh-oh, yeah. there's something happening. And I, I've got a choice. It always seems like a choice. I'm like, right, I either look after myself and yeah. make sure this doesn't manifest any, any further into a cold <laughs> or... Um, I kind of push through and see where it goes. And that's when if I push through and see where it goes, it'll turn into a sore throat. It will turn into sinuses and it will go. And it, and I've got a little pattern of how it always runs its course now. Um, mm. but, but yeah, it's kind of like, oh, here we go again. And, it, it, you know, for some people it'll always be in the ears or it'll always be somewhere else. And it's like, oh, that's, that's interesting. And just very quickly, um, same thing happened with my son with his ears, you know. It was like, right, get, go and get grommets. And it was yeah. like, hey, hey, when I looked at to actually the surgery that they do and how effective they are and they keep falling out and they need to have it redone. I was like, oh, fucking hell no. Let's yeah. just see what grows out of it. Boom. <laughs> it just completely stopped. And you know what? They stopped when I stopped talking negatively about his father in front of him. Interesting. So, yeah. So I had friends because they were saying that he kept getting ear infections because um, he's literally like blocking, like, I don't want to hear this, mum. Like, it's, it's upsetting. Mm. And as a baby, he can't communicate that to me. So he was communicating that to me with his little ear infections. And I'm going, because I was in high stress, like, you know, telling everybody my story, going, oh, this happened, that happened, that happened, that happened. Help me, help me, help me, help me. Mm. It's a massive crisis mode. 
And I had friends going, you know, why don't you just call, call and talk to me whilst he's having a nap? And I'm going, I mm. can't because I don't want he- him to hear me. You know, mm. like I can't keep repeating myself and expressing my negative emotions I need to release in front of him, like mm. in this constant state. I can't do that to him. And they, some friends mm. were like, but why is just a baby doesn't understand? I was like, oh, oh they pick up on stuff. He's so, <laughs> and now, now like, he remembers, he, do you know what, every single night he wakes up, we always talk about what do you want to go to sleep dreaming about? And he'll mm-hmm. wake up and go, say like a red car. And he'll wake up and go, did you dream about your red car, mum? And I'm like, holy mm. shit, what? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, <laughs> and I keep forgetting to mention this. I've just got to get this out. This is my time, time, time for a little book, little book thing, a little book uh, spiel is mm-hmm. emotional eating. This yes. is a huge one for people. If you find yourself, and this really helped me, this book, to look at why do I keep going for the chocolate? Why do I keep going for the, and it changes. Like, oh, I really want some crispy, salty snacks or something really crunchy mm. or something, you know, this. And it's by Doreen Virtue. Um, I'm trying to look at it now for the title. But it's um, <laughs> she, she lists every different type of food and it gives you an emotion behind it. So say like mm. crunchy things is usually about anger. Um, yeah, chocolate is is a classic. You know, I want to be loved. And um, me myself, I'm a little bit of a chocolate um, fiend. Mm. Uh, I, it's my one vice and addiction. I will put my hands up and say it is. And um, when I went into that left side with us last week, and I just kind of went, you know, it was what's happening, and all this sadness came out, and it was mm. like, yeah, the blockage was some old hurt that's been that's been happening, and I didn't really want to look at it. So I released it, and guess what? I have not had a chocolate urge for three days. Interesting, isn't it? Wow. Oh, I'd be reaching for the chocolate by now. I'm like, oh, I don't actually need that. I don't want that. It's gone. And you go, yeah, I've been feeding that for a very long time. Beautiful. You feel better. Give me some chocolate. You feel even better. (laughs) Go on a little bit more. And now if I do have a little tiny bit, it's like, Oh, that's wow. Whew, that's that's a no more. It's like cocaine, you know. It's like whoa. Don't want a hit of that anymore. That is way too strong. Strong. Not allowed to yeah. cocaine anymore. Just you know, <laughs> same up. Same up, guys. Oh, I love it. <laughs> awesome cool no great chat today i think that's yeah i think we've i think we've covered it pretty well health and health and disease health and disease i think the the takeaway is the fact that we have so much more power than what we can acknowledge to Mm. be in health and that i was drawn to health because i've been i've been in so much ill health with um accountancy career and i was mm. always sick i was always taking time off work because i really didn't want to be there i just want to be at home and do my own thing mm. and um yeah then we have our babies and we want them to be in optimum health and with mm. covid you know it's kind of thrown everything in the end going look guys we need to focus on our health and that includes mind body soul yes. because without it what do we have what we have cars great that's not going to help you in the hospital that's it (laughs) you're not going to get to your deathbed and wish you spent more time at the office that's for sure this is it and our spiritual health has been the the forefront of our focus Mm. for the last Mm. year two years now um And people are feeling, they're, they're hearing the calling a lot, a lot more and going, hmm, I need to invest in my physical health, but my spiritual, mental health as well is huge. You know, yeah. it's all being recognised now. It's like, you know what? We are all three parts. 
not just mm. one. <gasps> That's it. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> well, we are here. For- We're here to help. Yeah, if, yeah. if anything has triggered anybody in the audience and you've gone, yeah, I really want to dig deep. I want to I want to address that issue. I'm ready. You know, don't just keep parking it. And if you're in physical pain, do the spiritual work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are here to help. And how do we find you, Ellen? How's the best way to find you? Yeah, just at my website, ellenserena.com. And yours is tantrawithamanda.com. No, that's the one you always want me to have, you naughty thing. Oh, is it tantra? Oh, is it? <laughs> Tantric Witch Amanda, sorry. I do need to do that though. I do need to, yeah, I do need to get that done. It's Amanda Tantric Witch. Yes, that's it. Sorry. That's the one, amandatantricwitch.com. She's trying to lead me. She's trying to influence me. No, I am doing, I have, I'm so glad. I will just do a little plug here. I am so, so glad that I faced my fears I was very, very worried about my monetary, financial st- stability, and I just went to Ellen, and she's coaching me, and um, my whole world has completely turned 360. I, oh, you won't take credit for you know just holding space, but it really, <laughs> it, it, having the right mentor makes such a difference. So um, yeah, and and through that, what was it? The the lunar eclipse, the full moon. <laughs> shit was going down shit was coming up shit was exploding or left right and Ellen's like yeah hey how are you I "I want to put up on that level where it's like you know know when it's raining and then you Mm -hmm. go on a plane and then you fly up through the clouds and it's always sunny uh, above the clouds yeah Ellen is Ellen's the sunshine above the clouds and then I'm down in the storm oh (laughs) not at all darling You're I'm a big, like, beautiful ray of sunlight and sunshine too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I highly, highly, highly recommend Ellen. So, yeah, that's why I think that's why it's, it, there's a crossover with the podcast and the coaching. She's <laughs> like, you're with Amanda, right? <laughs> she's website. No. <laughs> no <laughs> and you yourself darling are very powerful healer so i highly recommend yeah if anyone's having especially any issues with like you know your your health well-being your sexuality your sensuality especially like with your relationships as well yeah amanda's amanda's your goddess for that you know as well so yeah no you're amazing sweet thank you i think and and i'm going to be doing a live video on this later on about recognizing the divinity within us you know, yes. it's like, and and I just just one little thing I forgot to mention earlier, when we, you know you've got terminal illness patients or mm-hmm. um, people out there with terminal illness, is that I've seen programs where it's like an affirmation, where it's like you know the cancer is healed, the cancer is healed, but until you really believe that, and mm-hmm. you can you know you know put it up for the angels for healing and say you know it really has been healed and mm. the spiritual work to, and go into the body to release it then that can happen and people who may have just used affirmations they're like well that's not going to work you know it's like whatever belief system you hold on to that is going to work right so yeah. for example i've thought about this many times i thought oh if i'm diagnosed with cancer right the big c what would i do and I've, i was friends with someone who was a bit torn between or well, do i do do i do the chemo do i just do spiritual stuff do, do you do a combination 
And it's like, I just feel in my heart, I wouldn't want to do the chemo, not because my belief system is going to go, I don't think this is going to really work. So I'm going to oh, manifest yes. that, aren't I? I'm, I'm, you know, and when my stepmom, she did have some and it, and it cured her and she's great. And you go, I'm so glad that that worked for her because that is her belief system. Yeah. But my personal belief system is, mm, I don't think that's just going to work. Whereas I have more, I'm leaning more towards the spiritual. I'm like, I think I can do this on my own and I know it will happen. And then you just feel it because I've done that already on a, on a minor scale. Yeah. So yeah, it's really finding the tools that work for you. Yes. Yeah, and it is. It's there's a, also just quickly that's been pestering me this whole um, podcast as well to to let people know about. <laughs> I have to say his name, um, but yeah, also highly recommend um, the work by the medical medium Anthony. I never remember Anthony William Williams. I'm yes. um, so shit at surnames and stuff, but he's got some very powerful, beautiful books. Um, and just, yeah, healing the body. And he's very much about, you know, your body doesn't attack you. Your body's always working towards optimum health and well-being and it loves and supports you unconditionally. And it's like when you keep focusing on the illness, you keep focusing on the problem, you're giving more of your energy and perpetuating that. Whereas if you start to focus on health and well-being and feeling good and Mm -hmm. focusing on that, um, you know, then you start changing your energy and your frequency. But a lot of people as well, and just quickly I've noticed that you can also get addicted and identified with your cancer being you and addicted and identified with your illness as being you that you know you don't want to let that go because suddenly you've created a whole identity out of it so then it's like oh who am I without this illness and so some people actually will strive to hold on (laughs) to being sick and the identity of being sick because it's known and comfortable you know so it's it sounds harsh harsh. and I was going to mention this earlier as well (laughs) Um, I was talking to um, someone in the family is a doctor and they're working Mm -hmm. in a hospital and I said, oh, you know, I bet you see some patients go in because just from taking my son in, you know, my son's got 40 degree fever, crying his eyes out, um, needing a med- um, urgent attention. And then someone in front of me is like, oh, I've stubbed my toe, you know, in A&E. And you're like, I said, oh, I bet you see some people come in here, don't you? Like, they're just, they just want that love and attention, honestly. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking because you go, oh, you know, you need to come here in order to feel that. But yeah, yes. like two departments, heal A&E, and then you've got, the, you know, the kind of the people that just want a bit of TLC. And he says yeah. we actually do have that. They actually yes. have that. They can recognise straight away and they go, oh, it's one of them. Yep. You've got 12 hour way over there, go and sit in the chair just to sort yeah. of feel special. And then you've got yep. the real people and they're like, oh, Right, get her in straight away. <laughs> yeah. oh, they, they should, like you say, set these other like spiritual clinics up. I should be in the in this hospitals going, okay, everybody, you're in this group now. So we're not going to see the doctor. You're going to come and see me today. I know. I love it. It's like when I was doing paramedicine last year and the paramedics were saying um, that, yeah, they call those patients frequent flyers. <laughs> Because oh. they're always ringing up with a, with an issue or a problem, and yeah, and they said they become your regulars. So they they have a mm-hmm. thing in the industry where it's, they're known as the frequent flyers. So oh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's heartbreaking because we're not sitting there like laughing at them and going, oh, them not, like, you know, you just got to go, come on, you know, like you 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 deserve a better life than this, you know. Yeah. Do the work. Let's move on, and that's ultimately why we're doing it, so we can live this luscious, beautiful, healthy, divine, amazing, radiant energy filled life because yeah. it's like why would you want to be in ill health not for yeah. sympathy and compassion wouldn't you rather be in tip-top condition and be sexy as fuck um and then live your best <laughs> life and that's very scary for people because it's like yeah. like you say that then where would my identity be 
and um, just <laughs> we we do this every time. We say we goodbye, this, we go on and on, wrap it up, and then we go. I'll be quiet now, and you finish off. <laughs> but um, can I ask your opinion on this, right? Um, the fact that sometimes, well, you, that your state of mind and spiritual being can actually reflect physically. So I'm not just talking about, oh, you know, I've got a dodgy hip because I, I, I see people when you go, oh, you know, they need to come and see me because they're like, like carrying their pain around, but in the face as well, like in the body, um, mm. You can literally, when you when you do a lot of spiritual work, and we're we're working with chi, but we are working, you know, with the, the with divine, we've released toxicity, so we're not smoking and drinking. Literally, we're radiating, like you see it in mm-hmm. some celebrities, and they go, "You don't look like you're aging, and you haven't had Botox, you haven't had plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. What's your secret?" I remember I saw it was Sting from the police, and um, he said, "Well, I do yoga every day now, and I don't drink alcohol." I remember Kylie Minogue saying that as well. She goes, well, I don't have late nights and I don't drink alcohol. Yeah. And I, I, I smoke. And I was like, damn, I want to age well. And, <laughs> yeah, like if something is literally, you know, if you're becoming bitter and you're becoming angry and you're, like, resentful for the world, you can literally kind of make it ugly. Like does yeah. that sound really far out? Like, yeah, well, your body, your body can reflect your state of mind, you know, like it's, it's, it's the subconscious mind. So it's, it's, yeah, responding to that. Like I think about my mum, she's nearly 70 and no shit, like she still only looks about 45, 50 and she, her whole life, she's always only ever re- really eaten organic food. She has a personal trainer. She exercises every day. Um, she can probably do more bloody push-ups than all three of her kids combined. Um, and even when she got, when she had the cancer, the doctors were like, oh my God, like if you you had been an overweight, obese woman that didn't look mm. after yourself, this cancer would have killed you. She had a massive tumour, mm. like eight centimetres. And, um, but they said, because we believe that you've eaten really healthy, you've looked after yourself for all your life, it slowed that cancer down. So mm. it didn't have the food, like the sugars and all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, and I definitely like even Abraham Hicks was talking about recently that, and even Tony Robbins has been talking about recently, this new innovation of, you know, that you can continue to live a thriving life a hundred years and beyond. And Abraham Hicks was talking like, yes, that's possible, but it's, do do you believe it? You know, it all comes down to your belief system. So collectively as a consciousness, we believe that, oh, you know, at this certain point, your body starts to age and then we go from there. But remembering that you're an eternal spiritual being. So if you want to reverse age, if you want to live for a long time, absolutely. Like I've met a 200-year-old yogi in friggin' India, you know. Mm. (laughs) He was on another friggin' planet. And these guys have learned how to harness and master the physical Mm. world. They're beyond this dimension. So Yeah, sorry, go on. Oh, yeah, no, I was just going to say that. Yeah, so these, it's like, it's like different levels of consciousness. So if you believe that, you know, once you're 60, that's it, your life's done and dusted, you're going to start aging and yes. going, yeah, so, so be it. Um, if you believe, you know, and it, it's just really the more and more I delve into all this stuff, creating anything you want, whether it's your health, your well-being, your relationships, your money, your life, whatever it is, mm-hmm. all it comes down to is your belief system. That's it. Because mm-hmm. you know, whatever mm-hmm. you believe becomes your vibration. You are an energetic spiritual being, mm-hmm. 100%. It's not, oh, maybe I'm spiritual or maybe I'm an energetic being. No, it is. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. Mm. You are an eternal being of consciousness of divine love manifested into physical form. Oh, It's you, not oh. physical then spiritual. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, we've been talking about Ricky Gervais. Love you, Ricky. Um, I, I, I got straight onto, it's actually my, my personal Facebook um, mm-hmm. on a live video because I was cracking up and I just said, I just got to give this guy so much love. He's amazing. Go check him out. And, um 
yeah, I just said, I actually called him spiritual. Now, he is fundamentally mm. atheist. You know, he bags it all the time. And I just love him for it because that, yeah. that is his truth. But I'm yeah. like, but he's super fucking spiritual. He doesn't even realise how spiritual he is. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd come after me if yeah. you haven't heard me say it. But I'm like, dude, he's so fucking spiritual because even the stuff that he creates and the messages. Um, but, yes. yeah, and the fact that uh, disease, I think it was actually Will Smith. Didn't want to name drop him. Um, but he said he was drawn to laughter and comedy because disease cannot live in a body of yes. high vibe with laughter. And, he, yeah. and and laughter therapy and animal therapy, you know, how they bring dogs in the hospitals. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I, I wish we could. I mean, we do teach that, but I wish people could grasp that more often. It's like, that's what it's really all about. Having that high frequency, having that high mm. energy, working with, and it, when you said about the 200-year-old yogi, I could totally fucking, like, totally believe that because working mm. with Qigong energy, uh, chakra system, it, and it all originates from India and the Eastern world. Mm. It's second nature to them. They're just like, why Why would you not be doing it? And just a very, very briefly. <laughs> all right, we'll finish up on this last bit. <laughs> had a message from, from the East. So that I think I told you about him. There was, this, this random guy just contacted me and said, hey, you know, can I ask you a question? I was like, oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> and he said, why, uh, why are there suddenly a lot more photos being posted on social media of like half-naked chicks talking about Tantra? And I was like, oh, he really wants to know the answer to this. This is cool. And I explained, you know, how we're having this spiritual awakening, that we are learning more and more from the East. You know, it's not just yoga and some chakras. More of us are being called for the work. More of us are doing Reiki healing. More of us are looking at the energy within us because we are not just physical. It's not just, you know, we're not just the Western medical world. And he just, he was mind blown because he said, oh, you know, we're, we're also introducing deities like Kali, lots of Hindu goddesses. And he just said that, I'm just blown away. This is so good. Like, God bless you. God bless you. I'm Shanti. Like, thank you for doing this work. And I was just like, what? Because he's over <laughs> in the East, you know, thinking uh, all Westerners are fucking terrorists and all crazy fucking, you know, all we do is <laughs> go to the movies <laughs> and consume. And we're like, no, man, we get it. We're here. Like, it, it's happened for a reason to, to raise a vibration on the planet, literally the collective mm. consciousness. And he was oh, celebrating yeah. that. And he and he didn't want anything more. He was like, that's all I wanted to know. God bless you. Like, off you go. And I was like, <laughs> it just raised me up, you know. I was like, oh, my God. Like, he saw me. And that was so good that he reached out because then he's telling his people and going, fucking hell, these, these chicks are doing it. They're in the Western world teaching all of the stuff that we already know. And they're getting a the kid off. <laughs> <laughs> and they're making a lot of money of, yeah like get attention and say yeah you um yeah and oh, and God. selling and um embracing <laughs> oh bless bless yeah, all right you, cool thank you no so worries much, Ellen, for your energy. thank you just, Amanda, you too um, you know when we went from weekly podcast to fortnightly i really missed them I do oh, think bless. we can catch up and we can just go crazy. So um, any last messages from you, my dear? I think that's all good. I think it's all good. 
yeah. high vibe. That's that's yeah. high vibe. <laughs> Getting your energy frequency up there, and to look at anything that is not sitting right. You know, don't just put up with it. Like I say, if I get a headache, I'm like, oh my god, what's happening? Like, let's just delve into this. Let's analyze this. Let's write about it. Let's do a video on it. Like, I've got a headache. Like, let's tell the world because, because it's not normal. And we say in our industry with massage and um, Cairo, we say you do not have to have to put up with pain. You do not mm. have to keep suffering. That's the whole point. It's there as communication to let mm. you know you need to deal with something. Don't mm. just walk around with it and pop a pill. That's yeah. that's completely not the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. like, wow, it's like a gift. What are you doing? Don't ignore it. Jesus. Do something about it. Anyway, oh, um, we, do, we do go on. We've up to an hour now. So thank you so much for your divine Thank you, Amanda. Energy. And you we'll too, see you sweet. in a couple of weeks. Yay. All right. Lots of love. God bless. <laughs> Bye.